Welcome to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner. Our world is in big trouble and we are in it up to our souls. Be alert because Satan is not done attacking you yet. We need to learn from God's word how to fight the spiritual war that each of us is engaged in today. So let's join our lesson today. Praise God. Let's have prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for blessing us that we were able to come down and make this recording. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. We are thank you, Lord, for the blessings that you bestowed upon us. We thank you. We ask, Lord, that you continue to keep us in your grace. We say amen. Amen. Praise God. Going to have uh, Evangelist Turner to read Second Corinthians five six through eight and First uh, Peter three uh, eighteen through twenty. Second Corinthians five verse six through eight, and it reads: Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Last verse 8, we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Amen. All right, First Peter chapter 3, verse 18 through 20. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, for he might bring us unto God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometimes were disobedient, when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was preparing wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. Man. Amen. Eight souls were saved by water. I thank God for being so merciful. Amen. I'm going to ask that uh, that you would listen to me for a minute. We look at the condition of our society today. It's really sad that uh, the body of Christ, the city of Christ, the devil has breached the wall, and sin is just flooding in. You know, they got people today that are going to be baptized. Sadly to say, they feel that once they're baptized and confess Jesus with their mouth, uh, they believe that they, they're free now to do anything that they want to do. Whatever sins they feel like they want to commit because they believe Jesus is Lord and they've confessed with their mouth and because they believe in, in their heart that Jesus is Lord not realizing there's got to be a commitment there. You know, you don't just, uh, you don't just 
make these statements without any substance. You have to realize that you've got to get a life. Some people are going into the churches today and they are getting baptized and they feel in their heart because they've been baptized that they are free now to sin freely. Do whatever they want to do. It's kind of like um, they can break any laws except man's law. But they can break all of God's laws. Go out there and be baptized today and tonight. They're in the clubs doing those provocative dances and drinking and getting drunk and chasing other people's wives and girlfriends and boyfriends and just do whatever they want to do because now because they confess with their mouth and they say they believe in their heart that Jesus is Lord, now they can't be lost. Somebody has deceived them. Somebody has deceived them. They got many preachers today just in order to keep their numbers high in the church. They preach whatever the people want to hear. You know, once you repent the first time and confess with your mouth, because it's written, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. But there's another step there. You just can't stop right there. You're going to have to get a life. This is your cleaning up point. This is the time now that you have to start taking off sin, doing all you can to become as perfect and as uprighteous as you possibly can. But they're not teaching that. They're making the people feel that just by being baptized and that free them now to go out and commit any kind of sin, worldly sin, that they would like to, whatever feel good to you, do it. Because now you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Now you can't be lost. That's not true. That's not true. You should not play with God. If you're not ready to serve God, to make a stand, to stand up for him, to stand for righteousness, to clean yourself up, to try to be as perfect as you can be. If you're not willing to do that, then you need to leave it alone. Don't, don't play with God. You get yourself in big trouble, big trouble. Some people believe that uh, once they get the Holy Ghost, they can't be lost anymore. But the Holy Ghost don't stay in unclean places. If you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you go back doing the things that you were doing before, you know, sinning, clubbing, Drinking, 
all kinds of things. You know, now I'm not saying that taking a drink is all that sinful. It's what it caused you to think and do. It caused you to feel that you want to sin. Because of that, I recommend that you just stop drinking. You know, I recommend that you just stop. But I know I got to be frank with you. Sometimes uh, in, 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 in proportions, Alcohol can be used as a medicinal purpose for healing. You know, it's true. So what I'm trying to say is you need to realize and whatever you do is supposed to be in moderation. You do not uh, consume alcohol for pleasure so that it'll make you feel like lying. You, you, you lie better. You know, I mean, outright lie. You know, I'm trying to tell you, some people in this Christian atmosphere of our present day are teaching pretty much whatever you feel like doing after you've repented and believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, everything else is legal. You can't be lost anymore. That's not true. That's not true. If you don't get right with God, if you don't get right with God, you will be lost. And don't believe that lie that God loves you too much to allow you to go to hell. He loves you true enough. You're his prized creation. You are the reason for this war that we're in. You are the reason behind it. The devil don't care about you. He know that God love you. He know that God love you. So now he's out to try to separate you from your creator. That is his main aim. The only way he can get on God's nerves, aggravate him, is by moving his children away from him. You know, God loved you so much, he gave his only begotten son to come down and pay this price that he allowed himself to be crucified so that we might be saved. He does not want you to be lost. He does. He's like a, a very good mother. He's the best mother you can get. The best parent you can get, God is. He loves his children. He loves all of you. But get this straight. If you don't, Get your act together, start serving God, clean yourself up, stop sinning, you're going to go to hell. Simple as that. Because you know better. It's not that you don't know. You absolutely know better. Get yourself together. Do not play with God. I was at a teacher's meeting a few years ago in Dallas. And I saw this young lady with her clergy outfit on. She had a collar and a black and white. And I mean, uh, from standing off, she, she looked very nice. And I looked around later. She was on the stage doing some kind of provocative dance. I mean, she was just showing out, wiggling all over the place with the, with the, with a clergy outfit on. Because wherever she, church, whatever church she belonged to, 
apparently they they go along with this kind of behavior. You know, it was shameful. It was shameful. You know, and another thing, she was putting her her uniform, her clergy outfit. She was just embarrassing. You know, and I mean, she was just doing all over all over the floor. You know, bumping and grinding and all that kind of stuff. It's really sad. But this is what some people in the churches today teach you that is okay to act like that. To act like that. You've got to try and be as much like Jesus as you possibly can. You're going to have to straighten yourself up. You look around today and look what's going on. I tell you, well, we were talking about earlier about the city of Christ, the city of being breached, and God is looking for those men and women that are willing to stand in the gap and fight for righteousness. It's, it's needed. People like you are needed to stand out there and let the people know that sinful things need to come to an end. It's left up to you. Some people say, well, uh, I, I just got saved. Uh, I've only been saved a year. What can I talk about? You can talk about what you used to be and what God has done for you. You can witness to what's possible. Now, I know sometimes these people feel like they knew you before you got saved, before you came to the Lord, but you can show them that there can be a change by setting an example of what a Christian should look like, should act like. You know, some people act really religious religious, while they're in church. And as soon as they get out of church, out of the house of God, they start acting, conducting themselves just like everybody else, which is wrong. People that are unsaved, they see that, you know, and the devil talked to them too, you know. See, I told you she didn't have anything. That's what the devil tells the person. See, I told you he didn't have anything, you know. He's just one of them want to be, you know. See, you're going to have to straighten yourself up. It looked like the devil is winning, but God know what the Bible said? Scripture, the Lord said, he will win this if he had to raise the rocks up. To cr- they'll cry out to him before he lose. But that devil is working 24-7, trying to get your attention. And in many cases, he's getting your attention. Praise God. Isaiah 5 and 14. Therefore, it says, hell has enlarged herself. Hell has enlarged herself and open her mouth without measure. That's what's going on today. You see these preachers all on TV, not all of them, but many of them. They're so concerned about prosperity. Prosperity is good, but prosperity can be used for bad as well. You know, 
prosperity. What did the Lord say? He said, what good is it to have the wealth of the world and lose your soul? They're teaching. If you just give your money, sow a seed, sow a seed. They're talking about uh, financial uh, gain, financial uh, monies, you know, filthy lucre. Sow a seed, and God will bless you. God will bless you if you just do the right thing. Sowing seeds. That's the word. Get out there. Well, I was talking to you earlier. Some people just say, well, I've only been saved a year or two years or what have you. I don't know what to say. Well, you can say to the people the things you used to do, you don't do anymore. The places you used to go, you don't go anymore. You can witness to the people that Jesus is Lord. You can let them know, I've been there. And I've done that. There's no form of fashion or getting up growling and screaming and carrying on. You talk to the people just like you talk to your mom or your dad, to your brother and sister. You know, this is what God can do. This is what God, so it's your responsibility when you come to God, when you've given your life to Jesus, to witness where you come from. What, how good God has been to you. I had been with a pastor for a while. Uh, he was a very good teacher, but uh, he was a controlling type person. When the Lord gave me that I needed to go and set up my own work, he come against me. He told me that I didn't know enough to get out and start trying to witness or try to preach, you know, what you going to preach about? I said, well, I just preach about what God has done for me, where he's brought me from, how God has been to me, how good he's been. And that's what I did. I went to the street, and I took my little guitar and my little electronic drummer, and I sit out there on the street, and I preach, and I sing for the glory of God. I did. I did. You could do the same thing. You could just give your life to God. God see, you might make some mistakes, but God see your honesty. You're trying to be the best you can be. That's right. God is good. God is really good. Oh, praise God. Amen. I'm telling you, if you'll just give your life to the Lord. Let's go back here to this. Uh, Isaiah uh, 5 and 14. Therefore, it says, therefore, hell has enlarged herself and opened her mouth. That's the entrance. That's the entrance to this place that you don't want to go. Has opened her mouth. Praise God. Uh huh. Without measure. And their glory and their multitude and their prompts. And he that rejoices shall ascend into it. You know, they got a lot of people today, they just enjoy sin. They know what's wrong. A lot of people are just taking advantage of people like you. 
and me, you know, they're just uh, hampering on uh, planting seeds. Give me your money, and God will bless you if you give it to me. You know, not realizing when they talk about these seeds, they're talking about the word of God. They want you to plant those seeds. You know, I'm not saying that these ministries don't need money in order to stay on the air, but they should make it so that it's as a requirement of God, you know, that you would be blessed if you give to them. They're becoming millionaires, very rich, putting on shows for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, putting on shows for you. You know, um, people tend to want to be entertained today. I don't care what you come up in these, most of the churches today. If you don't have some kind of act to put on for the people, your pastors don't, don't really want you there. You know, he wants you to perform for him, for them. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Revelation 1, amen, 17 through 18. And when I saw him, and when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And the lad of the right hand of me said unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys to hell and death. Praise the Lord. We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about the word. Amen. Try to get right with God. Don't play games. You're actually better off not going to church at all than to play with God. Play games. Pretend you are and you're not. You're actually better off if you don't play with God. It's shameful. Some of these people are playing games with God. Some of them gotten very rich. Now they're coming back admitting that they were wrong, that they were lying, that there was a, it was a game. I thank you for this day. Y'all pray for us, Evangelist Turner and myself. I appreciate it. We're going to pray for you. Like we pray for the whole world that they might take a different aspect, a different look at their Christianity, at their life. Are you ready? If God comes back for you today, are you ready? Are you sure you're ready? According to the word of God, are you ready? Examine yourself. Try to find yourself a good church. I know it's hard. It really is. But I'm going to tell you something. 
Six out of seven churches today are rotten to the core. But some of them, even in those churches, are preaching the word. Just get to know Jesus for yourself. Read your Bible. Ask God to help you. Ask God to bring on the Holy Spirit within you. That you might understand the word. That you might be able to stand for righteousness. Thank you for this day. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner of First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ located in Rocharon, Texas, 77583. It is our prayer that you will gain more spiritual knowledge from the Word of God and learn how to stay free from the strongholds of evil that come against you in your life. We welcome your tax-deductible donations sent to First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rocharon, Texas, 77583. That's First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rocharon, Texas, or cash app, dollar sign, FND Church. Again, cash app, dollar sign, FND Church. You can also email Dr. Turner at turnerman at yahoo.com, turnerman at yahoo.com.